Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hola. Okay. What the fook is going on, people? Okay, sorry for the squeal. I'm a little bit excited today. Listen, it's felt like literally a whole freaking month that's gone by just by taking one singular week off the podcast episode. Like, I feel like I haven't been here in a month, which is crazy, but I haven't moved. I've been here, but nevertheless, hello. I miss you guys. I miss talking to you guys on here. I just miss this platform. I love the podcast so much. It just has such a special place in my heart. I also want to thank you guys for your patience with me last week. It definitely was unexpected, I guess, if you will. I didn't like, I wasn't planning that, I guess, previously. Like, oh, I'm going to take the weekend off before Christmas. But I just felt like my some of my family were here. And I usually the podcast is what I'm doing on the weekends. Like, it's a Saturday right now. And since Christmas and Christmas Eve are right on a weekend, I was like, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it this time. So that was that. But I appreciate you guys just being patient with me and understanding that it was definitely some much needed family time. But for today's epi, we're going to do a yearly reflection and like a 2023 goal setting vibe. So if you're wanting to set goals and kind of really get organized for the new year, this is the perfect podcast for you. I would recommend getting out a piece of paper and a pen or computer, something to write on and be ready to just kind of like pause and play throughout this epi so that you can like go right along with me when I tell you guys, I guess, how I structured my goal setting. Um, But this is actually (laughs) weirdly one of my favorite. I just was so excited to when I was kind of outlining this. I was so excited to film it and record it because it's one of my favorite ones, even though I've only done this episode once before. For some reason, I just think it's so fun. And like, I love planning things and like regrouping and setting goals and reflecting. Like, I just love all that sort of stuff. So I'm really excited to bring you guys this podcast epi. And also, in case you missed it, I did already do was the final day for the 12 Days of Lift Fitness on YouTube. I posted a YouTube video where I just kind of sit down. It's a vlog. But at the end, I sit down and talk to you guys about some of my all time like favorite moments throughout the year um, and some of the biggest most important lessons that I learned throughout the year as well that one I totally could have turned into a podcast but I felt like this style was definitely gonna be more valuable in a podcast form so before I get too far into anything for my gratitude for today I'm just gonna leave it something very simple and vague (laughs) which you guys it will make more sense eventually but I'm just grateful for new peeps in my life we'll leave it at that moving on but um Yeah, basically this year when I was honestly when I was reflecting in my YouTube video that I posted, I realized how like internally transformative this past year was for me. And I feel I just kind of want to take a second to explain this because I feel like, for example, last year of 2021, that was such a big like action step year, more so in the sense of like I had a lot of physical transformations, tangible transformations. My life changed a lot. I made a lot of physical progress. Um, I guess on my goals and like creating my dream life, which I'm so thankful for. And I freaking will be forever grateful to forever. Well, I'll be forever grateful. (laughs) I almost said to forever 21. I'm going to be forever grateful to the year of 2021. um, Because that's really when my dreams really took off in a sense and kind of at least lifted off the ground for the most part. Um, And I just truly feel like this year looking back, it was such like an internally transformative one where I, I say that in the sense of like, I feel like I evolved eternally internally why am I I'm tripping over my words today I'm too excited I evolved internally so much this year 
um, I feel like I went through so much healing in terms of just lessons that I learned. You know, I, like I said, I touched on this in my YouTube video, but like with detachment and healing feminine energy and healing my inner child wounds, not all of them, but you know, working towards that, I just feel like it was super, super transformative internally and I almost feel like it was just a lot of internal shifts more so in the sense of like personal growth and kind of almost like reprogramming my foundations I guess if you will and I just kind of felt like it was worth touching on because I know for me in the past like I would get really upset because we're gonna get into this like I didn't there's quite a few tangible goals that I had set for 2022 that I didn't achieve and you know I think previous me and previous years would have gotten like super down at myself kind of would have felt like a failure and been like oh well that year was a bust blah 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 but I think it's really important to acknowledge and honor and draw attention to the fact that not every single solitary year not every month is going to be all these crazy tangible strides all the time and I don't say this as like a cop-out as an excuse to not be working towards your goals right you should always be putting in the work of the aligned action but at the end of the day I always say divine timing is king right and also along with that like there's just different seasons for things and we need all the different years with certain different focuses of kind of how things play out. They all play a role in our overall evolution and on the path that each one of us are on and are on our own unique path. So I say that because, you know, I'm not like super, I don't know, I guess some people might be kind of like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like I didn't achieve this, this and this, like, I don't want to say it. But for me, I'm like, yeah, I didn't really achieve all the goals that I wanted to. But that doesn't mean that this year was a failure. And sometimes there's timelines that are beyond you know, what we have constructed for ourselves, right? There's always like a greater plan for us. And, you know, as long as we're putting in the work and, you know, doing what we can to stay in that energetic alignment, at the end of the day, it's up to that divine timing to get us there. And there is value in those years, in those phases, in those seasons of life where they're more so internal reflection, because you guys know I'm a huge believer that your internal world is the reflection of your external world. And inner healing is so, so, so important to help create your dream life and help to draw on that abundance. So I really, truly feel like this past year for me was a huge step in that of almost, like I said, kind of reprogramming my foundational almost my foundational frequency, I guess, if you will, of the energy I'm vibrating at. Like, again, maybe there's not a bunch of physical things that I could say of like, oh, I achieved this and I did this, but I truly do feel like I did a lot of healing that helped to overall raise my energetic vibration and just become a more healed individual, which inevitably is going to, you know, have an abundant life come as a byproduct of that just my personal beliefs. So yeah, this year was more of like an internal kind of hermit mode year. Spent a ton and ton, a ton of time alone. A lot of loneliness. Um, I just dealt with a lot of internal things that I feel like really strengthened me as an individual and healed a lot of I guess, traumas and kind of codependencies that I had within me. And I'm honestly super proud of that. And so I just wanted to acknowledge that. So with that being said, um, I kind of wanted to take a second to look back on my 2022 achievements because like I said in the video on my YouTube video was more so like favorite moments and lessons that I learned but I didn't really speak about like tangible things that I achieved so first of all we started off strong because I just feel like it's worth acknowledging so I want everyone to do this as well yeah let's take a step back for if someone's journaling along with me pause this right now before I read mine and I want you to write down every single thing that you're proud of from 2022 it could be tangible career achievements or personal goals things like that these are all just um career achievements personally just because that's what I was doing it for um, but you can put it towards any achievements that you want that you feel that you that you're proud of from this past year of 2022 so for me for these like I said career achievements 
First thing, we started off the year strong by signing with EHP Labs, which I, that was, I was something, I, that just was so exciting. And I was so excited about it. And I really blew myself away with what was possible for me because I didn't really know even what was possible in terms of sales. But um, I really hit any sort of sales target that I ever could have set for myself. And that's also thanks to you guys. So thank you so much for supporting me and using my code LIFIT10. <laughs> Um, with that, we also hit 50K on YouTube. That was like at the very, very, very beginning of the year in January, I believe. Um, we hit 50K on YouTube, which was exciting. Also, um, obviously Hawaii, I know that's not really career, but this I just felt like was super, just an accomplishment that I was really proud of because I went completely out of my comfort zone and went there completely by myself, lived by myself. Um, it was just a super, super completely new experience for me in every sense of the word. And I was genuinely scared to go there. I've said that to you guys before, and I don't ever use that word often, um, but I was scared and I still went. So I'm really proud of myself for that. And it obviously turned out to be the, one of the best things I've ever done for myself truly in my entire life. Next thing was that I launched two retreats, which was super, super exciting. I know we haven't done the retreats yet, but just even going through the planning process and launching those and one of which initially had sold out within the first 24 hours, which is insane. Um, so kind of started my little retreat business, which I'm so freaking stoked to have that. Like, I can't believe now it's 2023 because that's when the retreats are happening. And so I'm just so freaking excited because I truly think it's like opening up a whole new era for all of us, everyone in the Lithic community like I want these retreats to be freaking popping off the chain so with that being said wasn't planning this but might as well I do have seats open for those two retreats they're both happening in Costa Rica June of 2023 if you're looking to get out of your comfort zone if you're looking to be in an environment with like-minded individuals to push you to be better to inspire you to be better just freaking a ton of high vibes um, and if you're looking to just have overall self-improvement and betterment mentally spiritually and physically definitely cannot recommend my retreats enough we're going to be in Costa Rica so not only are we going to be traveling around the country and experiencing all the beauty there, we're going to be exploring, snorkeling, hiking, all the freaking things that I love to do outside adventuring but I'm also going to be hosting three workshops one is going to be like a group just body weight functional workout um, another workshop is going to be all about meditation and then another one is going to be all about journaling and my intention with these retreats is to truly you know help bring you guys some tools and newfound perspectives to truly be able to take with you throughout your everyday life once you leave the retreat like I want it to truly be transformative I want you to feel even more grounded within yourself than you ever have before um, more enlightened than you ever have before, more connected and in tune with yourself than you ever had before um, so that you can truly carry the live fit mission and the live fit lifestyle with you in your everyday life. Like that is completely my mission and intention with these retreats. So I would love to have you. There are only two seats available now within that first wave. Um, and the second wave, I think we have about 10 spots open. Um, and I always get asked the age range of people there right now. It's women from like ages 19 to 28, I believe maybe the oldest is 29, but everyone is welcome. No fitness level is necessary. Like it's open to everyone. I don't want anyone to feel unwelcome or incapable like no matter what everything will be adjusted to you you don't have to do anything you don't want to do I want it just to completely be a high vibe experience for everyone and everyone so with that I also set up my first USA retreat which I we're still in the planning stages of that but I have you know working with the company for that as well and launched that planted that seed with you guys which I'm so excited for that as well for that to get more planned um also another career achievement of mine is just that I stayed consistent with this podcast which I know doesn't seem like 
I don't know, a big deal. But for me, like it was a new venture that I started at the end of last year and to pretty much go, I only missed maybe two weeks in the whole entire last year, my first year of doing it. So just starting something completely brand new and staying with it so consistently, like I've never done that before, like not even with Instagram or YouTube, anything like I started this and I was so consistent, which I feel like is a huge sign. Oh my God, as I'm saying that it's 11, 11, I just looked on the clock. I was going to say, which is a huge sign that I'm doing the right thing that like I meant to be doing this and that I thoroughly enjoy it. And it's 11, 11, just as, as I said that. But anyways, I'm really excited about that. Not really a career achievement, but I have learned to surf. I'm proud of that. Okay. Um, also I had a lot of consist, just like with business, my business was a lot more consistent this year. Like I've made more money than I ever have in my entire life. Not anything crazy, but just for me at my age, um, more than I have. And I just had a lot of consistent work deals, brand deals, things like that. Like I had a lot of consistent business coming in, which I am super thankful for and proud of. I also had my first ever podcast guest. Okay. Even though, yes, that was just my family. I'm still proud of it. Okay. Because that was like that was a good starting point that I needed to do. So those are a few of my achievements that I have written down. Some are kind of small, but whatever. Oh, also I want to touch on my 2022 traveling because that was actually a lot. I feel like I traveled a lot this year, which I'm stoked about. So obviously Hawaii, but I went to Oahu, the big island and also Kauai, which some of those were like big on my bucket list. Went back to New York twice, went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, went to French Polynesia. We went to Tahiti and the island of Moorea. And then I went to Virginia. So I was like super stoked kind of when I reflected of like how much I was able to travel this year. Super thankful for that. So now getting into the goal setting part for all y'all. Make sure if you don't have your pen and paper out now, get it now, get your notes app, get your computer, whatever you want to do. So basically this was actually... A spinoff of which this if you guys watched my episode on this last year, it's the same exact structure for the most part. I just kind of went through and did this again. So I got this initial structure from the Mindset Mentor. It's a podcast. It's hosted by Rob Dial. I love that podcast. But so here is kind of a blend of his I guess, structure in my structure. So number one, I added to start with 2023 intentions. So these are going to be your intentions for the year. And I think intentions kind of get a little bit ambiguous because they're kind of like, what's the difference with goals? Intentions are very much so your input where I feel like your goals are what you're expecting as your output and your outcomes. So your intentions are um, kind of the energy you're showing up with, your overall strategy for the year, um, things like that. Just how you want to energetically show up more so your process goals and the energy you want to carry through through with you as you're taking the action steps to accomplish your goals. So that's the first category. Next category is career goals. Then under that, I added process goals, which we'll get into because process goals have changed my life. So those are going to be the process goals that we're going to set to help get us to those career goals. Then we have financial goals, relationship goals, health goals, materialistic goals, personal development goals, spirituality character and then I added experiential goals okay so we'll dive into those more but those are all like the main categories that we're starting with and then we're going to kind of fill those in and reflect on what goals we have in each category so before we get into the intentions for 2023 I wanted to read back to you my intentions from 2022 because I was looking back at those when I was about to write these ones and I was so proud of myself for how many of these I truly feel like I actually embodied like these oh another another word that's coming to my to my mind these intentions can be like your themes for the year is a good way to look at it so what I had written down for last year was live in love and in my power which like hell yes act from my higher self as opposed to my ego. I feel like I hugely embodied that. 
we all know I fell out of my power when I came back from Hawaii and like whatever on and off but still I kept that intention there we got back on the we got back in the saddle (laughs) um third stay in tune with my divine feminine energy which I feel the most connected to my femininity and the most proud to be a woman than I ever have in my entire life so I love that um, next is stay detached from people, outcomes, situations, and events. And what did I tell you? That was one of my biggest lessons from this past year was detachment. I truly feel like I really actually embodied that. I practiced that. I went through a test with someone that I met I kind of after the fact and I truly like put into practice detachment and letting things flow. And it was amazing how beautifully seamless everything worked out from that. Next, tap into my intuition and let it guide me. I feel like I really, really let my intuition be a guide for me this year with a lot of the things that I did. Um, Next, show up authentically and apologetically. That, yes, definitely authentically. I don't always know if apologetically, which we're going to get into. Um, And then also be confident and at peace with who I am. And I feel like, like I said, I've been you know, kind of struggling with body image for like, honestly, the past six months, but I don't feel, I don't feel any sense of self-hate to myself like I used to in the past when I would go through bad body image periods. So we love that. So with that being said, my 2023 intentions, number one I have is to work efficiently. Now, I call myself out because that's what we do here. We're self-aware. I am not the most efficient worker. Okay. I'm not the great at time management. Okay. So I really want that to be a huge intention for me and to constantly like be reminding myself of that, of just like work efficiently, work efficiently, work efficiently. And I really just want to get more in that habit because it's kind of a challenge when you're living by your, no, excuse me, when you're working by yourself that, um, it's just no one's there. No, you don't really have timelines. You don't have deadlines. And I do think I'm a very disciplined person, but I also know that I sometimes I don't I, I see both sides to it because a part of me like so much of my work is creative. And so I never want to feel like I'm rushing my creative process. And I know I one of my strengths that I think is how much attention and effort and care I put into the things that I do and what I create I don't really ever just like do it just for the sake to do it I'm usually doing it because I truly want to full wholeheartedly do it but I think I need to find a better line and balance of those things I'm also hoping that this podcast episode is going to help like the whole reason why I'm doing this also is to hopefully like have my goals inspire you and give you ideas to make your own goals you know what I mean because some of you might be like oh that's a good goal I want to do that too should have said that at the beginning of the epi anyways number two embody oh this is good embody the frequency that holds my dream life that just sounded superb did it not embody the frequency that holds my dream life now this is such a good one because let me say actually the next one because these all I'm going to have the same explanation so the next intention I have is to have faith in my vision and act accordingly first in order to see the outward reflection now so those coupled those two things right there I feel like I've gotten into a big hole recently of like having these goals and waiting for the external to reflect those goals to come into fruition when this is a huge lesson that I learned last year and sometimes it takes us you know repeating these lessons and you know having to reiterate them to ourselves to fully ingrain it within us but the lesson is this we often think that we want to achieve a goal, right? So we need to wait till our outward reality is a reflection of that goal that we're wanting to say that we achieved it. But no, it's the exact opposite. You need to show up and embody 
the person that you want to be to live that life, to have these dreams be accomplished. You need to live as if you already have accomplished those things. You need to achieve that energetic vibration now. That's what causes the outward to reflect that internal state, which is going to be your dream life that you're living. Your internal circumstance is what creates your external circumstance. But so many of us live in the state that our external circumstance is dictating our internal space. But if you're doing that, that's living in a state of insanity because you're constantly just going to be a victim of your environment and you're kind of waiting. It's just the reverse process. It's kind of like you're waiting for the cake to come out of the oven, but like you never went through the recipe to like bake the cake in the first place. You know what I'm saying? And like make the batter. So it's the same thing. We need to, we need to embody the life, the energetic frequency, the vibration, the persona that ha- that holds our dream life. We need to embody that frequency first internally by believing in our vision, by putting in the action steps without self-doubt, being living fearlessly, put, putting in the work and taking the aligned action day after day after day and having completely blind faith that you are already living that life because in it's inevitable that in due time, your external reality will eventually reflect that. So those are huge. I'm going to read those again. Embody the frequency that holds my dream life and to have faith in my vision and act accordingly first. We're not waiting until we see the external results to then feel like that girl. No, you're acting and feeling like that girl now to then be able to get the results. So that is a huge one. That's a huge, I love this. It's getting me hyped. That's a huge energy that I'm carrying with me into 2023. Next one, calling myself out, create environments that I thrive in. If I don't like something, change it. Now, this always, mm, calling myself out, I just have been, it's no secret, I've kind of just been chilling here, which is fine because I haven't felt a huge pull to be anywhere else really, but it's not like being here has been lighting me on fire. You know what I'm saying? And so there's certain things that I haven't loved and I just haven't really changed it. So that's a really big intention that I want to bring with me in the new year. Create environments that I thrive in. If I don't like something, just change it. You don't need to sit there and put up with it and have it just not be serving you. Like you need to be in environments that are completely priming your potential tenfold and we, we can't afford to be in places that are not helping us thrive. Next one, really calling myself out. Stop settling for what's comfortable, right? I've been settling. I've been comfortable literally since coming back from Hawaii. Okay. No secret. Like I said, calling myself out here. So I just want to, when I look back on this year, the, the, experiences in the time periods that were made me the happiest and made me feel the most alive or all when I was pushing myself outside of my comfort zone every single one of them every single time was when I was kind of scared or when I was pushing myself out of my comfort zone those are the most memorable parts of this year and transformative parts of this year and so I feel like especially now since I've been home for so long it's like I have that craving again to be like I need to be uncomfortable if I'm wanting if I want to like get the most out of life that I do crave, like if I want the experience out of life that I have in my head, like I need to be getting out of my comfort zone more. So that's a big one. Stop settling for what's comfortable. Next intention is to create unapologetically. So like I said previously, my last year's intention was to show up, like be authentically and unapologetically myself. I feel like I wasn't unapologetically myself. And that's kind of the kicker with social media that kind of gets a little bit dicey. It's kind of like, you know, when you, especially in my sense of my presence online, it's a lot of like me, right? It's my persona. It's not like I'm always talking about something that like, I'm a very big part of the brand. My life is a very big part of the brand, which I love that. But there comes to a point where, you know, 
there's things that I would want to share about my life, but you, they kind of inevitably bring a lot of backlash and judgment with things that people don't agree with, or you don't want to offend anybody, or you don't want to make people feel uncomfortable, et cetera, et cetera, because this also is my job. And, you know, I need to be professional and things like that to a certain extent and do what I can to really cultivate, you know, to please my audience, I guess, if you will. Um, but I just feel like at the end of the day, the more I think about it and the more I've sat on it the past like six months, it like makes me irritated. And I kind of just think it's bullshit part of my language, but don't because (laughs) it's just like, then what's the point of social media? Like, I think the point of social media, as opposed to like these celebrities that we see, it's like celebrities in the common mainstream media. It's all so curated. It's all so censored. It's all so like picture perfect. It's all these people that are just kind of like out of touch in my opinion. And like, that's what made me fall in love with social media in the first place. It's like real freaking people sharing their real lives and their real opinions. And it's just like, I feel like I'm past the point of listen, and don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and be completely irresponsible and rude with my words. Absolutely not. Like I'm a human being that knows how to be like polite and have common human etiquette. But I'm saying with, you know, maybe opinions that I don't think everyone's going to feel me on or something that may make people feel uncomfortable. Like that's not my responsibility to censor, I guess, if you will, like they're not my triggers to be responsible for. So I don't need to sit here and, you know, tiptoe around X, Y, Z, which is resulting in me, not me being as authentically as I can possibly be. And for me when I see other creators who go through the same thing and touch on the same thing of like well the in- the internet is so sensitive these days so I don't share x y and z me as the audience member I'm like f it like I want to I want to know genuinely what you think like I personally want to know your honest opinion I want to know how you feel I want to know things even if it may feel like it's you know cancel culture prone or might trigger x y z and again even now this might some people may feel super triggered by this and be like well this is super irresponsible as her as a creator like she needs to be more responsible for her audience then that maybe that's your opinion and then you just don't vibe with me anymore but that's just what I feel like it's like to me that's the whole point of social media is to be able to be your authentic self and to speak your truth and find the people that resonate with your actual truth or they find some stimulation in the contrast of your views for them from them but I think that's the most beautiful part of social media and that's personally why I've liked in the first place and seeing other creators that I love censor themselves because they don't want to have backlash makes me sad because I'm like well I f all them like I want to hear what you actually think even if I don't agree with you I don't care if I don't agree with you I care about you and I want to know what you think and so seeing that from my perspective like you know what I mean from the consumer perspective I'm like maybe my audience kind of feels the same way about that and so I should just be completely just give no fooks <laughs> about my opinion and completely speak my mind. And I do a majority of the time, but there's just like a few things that I don't and I, or I just still kind of get nervous when I do say some things and I just don't want to feel nervous anymore. Um, and last intention that I have was to just document my life. I wanted to stop thinking so hard when I'm creating, especially just recently yesterday, I posted on my Instagram story, like, just to get some feedback from you guys and like you guys are just you guys are just all so sweet because I'm like what content do you guys like to see the most and like I love that all like it's almost not helpful respectfully it's almost not helpful because all you guys say so many different things like there's no one focus other than vlogs but like you guys just really want to see everything and so I love that and so for me it just reminded me of like dude just freaking create like your community wants to see what you authentically create who you are your interests your passions like just do your thing and stop thinking so hard and I feel like the past few months I've started to think too hard about what I create. So that's my other intention for 2023. Okay, that's like the most, that's the lengthiest part of this episode. I'm probably gonna just bullet point through these rest of these things here. 
Um, but I just wanted to explain those intentions. So for career goals, before we get into them, I kind of want to circle back to kind of what I touched on in the beginning of the episode, because I think this is super important for everyone to really remind yourself of, because this was a big lesson for me with these career goals. I think you hear so many people with goal setting, and I do think this is going to depend on what you resonate with. But for me, in my experience, when it comes to goal setting, I feel like for me, I was always, it was always, I always sought to like set an end goal, like have X amount of money in the bank by November of 2023. And as well, much as deadlines are great, right? They help. I think more so they help you in the 3D of taking tangible action, right? I think more so, I'm just realizing this now. I think that's more so the benefits of setting timelines on goals, but I don't think they're super beneficial in the sense of, like I said, divine timing is always going to trump everything. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that you're behind if you don't achieve these goals that you have set within this year. You know, some goals don't take a year. They might take two years to achieve three years and to achieve but does it really matter if you guarantee that you're going to achieve your dream life in one way or another like for me it doesn't matter when as long as I know that it's going to happen and I know that it's going to happen because of the blind faith and trust that I have not only within myself but in the universe and in my path and in my intuition and so I feel like sometimes when you have such strict timelines for goals it actually inhibits and hinders and almost delays your timeline of calling in these things for when the uni feels that you're ready to achieve to receive all of these achievements because it really when you're so stuck in those timelines you tend to act from this desperate place this desperate energetic state which always will forever push away your manifestations it's that's like the least magnetic state that you can be in where if you're trying to kind of speed up your manifestations trying to call in your dream life quicker detachment trust surrendering and just purely creating from a place of joy and doing things from a place of authenticity and genuine desire with that detachment like I'm saying is what's going to call that in the quickest and it's going to be the most strongest magnet for your dream life to call in so I personally recommend to release those timelines if you want to have timelines to help you stay on task with having you know with working towards those goals for your inputs great but don't invest too much in them where they're like completely dictating the your I guess interpretation of your outcomes and your results of things like if it's going to make you feel super disappointed then maybe just kind of you know put the timelines on, on a back shelf. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, for me, a lot of the career goals that I have here, I had them written for last year and I really don't feel any sort of shame that I didn't check them off this year. I don't know if that's like a bad thing, but I just don't because I just truly trust in my timeline and that I know, you know, these are going to come when I'm ready and I'm going to work on these things when I really feel that creative pull when that time is right. So number one, I really want to launch a PDF workout program. That is probably my number one career goal this year. And I know I said that last year and I think I said it the year before, but this is a really huge one this year that I I'm, I'm feeling like 2023 is going to be the year. I think you guys just underestimate how long that the it takes to make one of those, but that's totally fine. I just need to start with baby steps and not think about the whole process. So it doesn't intimidate me so much. Next, I want to launch a guided meditation and recorded affirmations. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to do that yet, if that's going to be via YouTube or not, or something like on my personal store, but I already have one written and then I, I already did this last year a couple months ago, but I was like, I don't know if this is it. And I was doubting myself, but so I'm ready to just go full force into that. Next, I want to get a, um, if I could get a podcast sponsor, that would be so cool to me. Like if I could do like a brand deal type thing on my for like a podcast ad that would be so cool to me um next one is I want to get a real podcast guest (laughs) and when I say real I mean not my family or friends so um yeah I just want a real podcast guest whether this is 
like a naturopathic doctor, someone freaking legit. And I'm honestly scared for this. This is something that really scares me. Hence why I've like, haven't even made any effort because I'm scared because I just, I, I don't know. I've been practicing my interview skills, but still just, I'm like, it also would just be amazing to speak to someone of such high knowledge. But I also like would be lying if I said I didn't feel some sense of imposter syndrome, but like, I feel like I can do it. I know I can do it. And it's one of those things. Once I do one of them, I'm going to be hooked and I'm going to be like, okay, I'm calling up the president. Like, well, who, who are we interviewing next? So I'm really excited. Um, next career goal is to run successful retreats. I don't have anything specific really about this goal, um, but I just really want these retreats to be something super powerful and super transformative for you guys. And I have all these little ideas that I want to do to really elevate the experience for you guys. So that is huge, huge, huge on my list. Um, and then I have a few, I guess like audience metric goals, like how I want to grow the size that I want to grow my audience. And number one, I really want to hit hundred K on YouTube this year, maybe a little ambitious. I understand, but also like fuck it. We're going to hit 100K this year. <laughs> um, and then also, I've, this is my goal every freaking year is I'm an athlete athlete. That's my goal every single freaking year. So if it doesn't happen this year, like 2024, sorry, Christian Guzman, it's going to be on my list next year too. So like the sooner that you call me up, just the sooner that we can all just get this ball rolling because I'm not moving. I already know I'm an athlete athlete. So like if you can just like bring that into the 3D, like that would just make things a lot quicker. So that'd be great. Okay, so for my process goals, process goals have changed my life. Because when you write down a normal goal, especially if a goal is not specific. So number one, make sure those goals that you wrote are some sense of specifics, as specific as you can get them. Okay. Two, um, but what I was going to say is the process goals are the action steps to help you get there. I talked about this in one of my YouTube videos about how to make 2023 the best year yet, which I highly recommend watching that video. That video was so freaking good. But these are going to be things that you're going to do on the micro scale every single day that are going to accumulate into achieving your goals on the macro scale. So for me, if I want to hit 100K on YouTube, like a process goal I have for me is to stay consistent with my YouTube videos two times a week. So there's that. I also really want, I didn't even write this down, but I do want to stay live streaming um, once every other week so twice a month I want to live stream and I really want to get like a live streaming service to upscale my live stream so like I can so that way I can stream like with my actual camera and this mic so the quality will just get a lot higher um still I still want to stay consistent on Instagram post four days a week I really want to get back to comments and all that sort of stuff and story replies and dms and things like that because the past few months I have been falling off of that train of being consistent with that um so those are some of the process goals to help me just overall grow my audience as well and my last process goal that I'm going to say, I don't want to have this be too long, so I'm kind of grazing over the process goals. But if you want, you can add process goals under each career goal that you already had listed to help you achieve that career goal. But for me, like launching a PDF workout program, what I'm essentially going to do for my process goals to like give you guys some inspiration, what I'm going to do is basically split up. First, I'm going to start with like outlining the workout program and split them up into different chunks and assign each chunk towards to a month to do that by. So like, you know, the first quarter chunk or whatever is going to be my task for to finish in January and do that. So I actually will complete this and actually work through it. Um, so then moving on for under financial goals, I don't really want to share this, but I personally have like an income goal that I have written down. Um, and like a certain salaries with companies and things like that, that, um, are just my set goal that I want to make monthly. And also I even have like a yearly, um, goal as well 
for how much I want to make this year. And if you want to take this section one step further, you can also make a money plan where you essentially, you know, sit down, think about how much money you want to make per month, what your monthly expenses are, and kind of break down all your sources of income and how much money you want to be making from each income stream and kind of even break that down more of how you can upscale and how you can grow each one of those streams of income. That was super helpful when I did that. And I'm going to do that again. Um, next is for relationship goals. So I have a few that are still that I still have here from last year. One is make more friends and say yes to more social things, which I really feel like I did that this year. Uh, more so majority when I was in Hawaii, but I do want to carry that with me through this year. I also want to make more time for others. I tend to be such a workaholic because I just I like to work first of all, second of all, but I also love what I do for work. Like this is my creativity. Like this is truly what I do want to do in my free time when my family's like come skiing. I'm like I would literally rather come sit and record a podcast. <laughs> so it's kind of a little it's a blessing and a curse, um, but I want to try to make just more time for others and like make more of that time sacrifice. Continue meeting new people. I want to be a little bit more outspoken when I see people out in public and just things like that, like being the first to start conversations, I guess, if you will. And then a big, big goal and probably my biggest relationship goal that I know I need to work on this year is to be more patient with others where they're at in their own journey. And I want to say a little bit more empathetic. Um, I find sometimes I just am a little bit hard on people and I don't know how to say this without just like some things that seem very obvious to me don't seem obvious to other people. And I truly don't mean that in a conceited way. It's just the fact of the matter. And so sometimes I get frustrated where people are, I guess, because I'm like, it's obvious, like it's this, like you're doing this, which this isn't serving you in X, Y, Z, but that's not fair of me to hold. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say punish, but you know what I mean? It's not fair for me to like get upset with them about that or like be impatient with that, with that, with them, like that they're on their own timeline and I need to honor and kind of look at life through their eyes and understand what chapter they're on and empathize with them in that chapter instead of being frustrated or impatient with them that they're not on chapter 15, I guess, if you will, you know? So that's a huge thing that I really want to work on this year. Health goals, just going to raffle these out because these are always my health goals. Eight hours of sleep every night. Um, gallon of water daily, yoga slash Pilates like once a week or once every 10 days. Hair oiling is a huge one. I want to do hair oiling once a week. That's new um, with like rosemary oil and pumpkin seed oil. Huge doing that for hair care. More red meat, which I had that be my goal last year and it really I really stuck with it. So I want to have more red meat and steak this year because of the health benefits. Mineral repletion is a huge one. So my adrenal cocktails, if you missed that, go check out the podcast episode with my sister and like ha taking iodine, things like that just to help with my overall mineral repletion is huge. I want to get back on my steps again, which I know I will in the warmer months, but just the winter is so hard for me. I just want to just marinate in a ball. But um, I really want to get my step count up again. I've been so sedentary and I also may want to go through a baby cut in the early spring, but we'll see nothing crazy. I'm talking like two to three pounds, maybe for materialistic goals. I'm not a huge shopper. I don't really have goals to like buy a new watch or something like that. But what is on this list is a Porsche Cayenne GTS because that might not be in the 2023 itinerary, but it's in my goals in my five-year plan. So I'm writing that down every single year. So Porsche Cayenne GTS, because I will own one. Um, a actual materialistic goal. This might be a stretch. I do want to move out in the winter of 2023. Like I said, I'm going to be traveling this year majority, but if I can, f I need to find a winter plan next year because this winter plan, when my family's here, 
plus the winter seasonal depression, plus like not being able to be outside. Like I need a winter plan for 2023 to 2024. So that's a huge goal of mine is to find a winter living situation for this next winter. Personal development goals, get up earlier and get started earlier. I said this last year, I want to be up by like 7.30, go to bed by 10.30 and just kind of get started on my day earlier, which I did really stick to this last year. My morning routine used to be obnoxiously long and I've been way more efficient with that. So that's good. Another huge personal development goal of mine is to be more on time. Better time management skills overall. I just, again, since I'm always for the past two and a half years, like ever since I've left college in person, I've had everything on my own schedule, on my own time, on my own deadlines. Like I just, I only need to account for me. I haven't been in a relationship, things like that. Like I just only need to account for me and my timeline. Um, so when there's other people in the mix or times and meetings and things like that or collaborating with other people I tend to struggle because I'm so not used to being like oh I'll be there in like I just need like 15 more minutes like because if it's just me I can just say okay I'm going to go in 15 more minutes so I really want to be better about being more on time and just overall better time management skills maybe time blocking things like that to get me more structured on my day with that podcasts over music so when I'm walking when I'm making breakfast in the morning I think that we forget how much time and how much we could capitalize on our free time to learn things and improve. And you would be shocked if you actually realized how much time you spend listening to music. So even if you just took a quarter or half that time to listening to podcasts instead, like think about how much you could learn throughout the course of the year. So little things like that when I'm making breakfast and on my walks or when I'm in the shower, things where you want to just play music, play a podcast and like it's just going to be so much more beneficial. In terms of my spirituality goals, which I did I skip over that? I don't know if I said that in the beginning. But spirituality goals is another um, category. Still meditating five days a week. That's what I did this past year. Helped so much. And I want to have more self-led meditations. I find I've been doing guided meditations a lot recently, which is totally fine. But I find the, the most the most spiritual excuse me, experiences really happen to me when I'm doing a self-led meditation. So that's a huge one. I also want to record my dreams. I got a dream journal. So I really want to write them down and be able to reflect on what they mean and kind of connect to the uni. I kind of want to explore my spirituality more and just no censorship here. I kind of want to do um, another shroom trip um, and just like just see where that takes me and what that opens up for me. Character goals. One, remain as authentic and true to myself as I can. Two, practice detachment continue practicing detachment three is to stay self-sufficient meaning I dictate my own internal state so I haven't really struggled with this this year but I just wanted to reinforce it to myself this coming year is that you know no matter how someone treats you or what your current reality is or what your environment is like you still need to be able to fill up your own cup you still need to make yourself happy you're so responsible for your own happiness so I just kind of want to remind myself of that next one is I want to become motivated by other uh, but others accomplishments sometimes I tend to be competitive more so with my family if I'm being fully honest and calling myself out I'll get competitive with my family and I know I need to be more And even though I'm genuinely happy for them, I just get competitive. But so I really want to take their accomplishments and be motivated and inspired by them as opposed to seeing it as like some sense of like getting triggered in the sense of feeling like I'm obligated to compete, if that makes sense. 
Next is be more mindful of how I speak of others. This is another big one that I'm calling myself out on. I'm really exposing all my weaknesses here in this episode, but um, yeah, be more mindful of how I speak of others. I'm conflicted on this because I do think opinions are good and they're authentic, right? And I think people who are like, oh, don't really have anything ever to say. I'm just kind of like, well, I just don't get it kind of a little bit like, is that authentic if you're just like totally liking and going with what everyone has to say? You know what I mean? So I like that I've almost been, I, cause I do see it as me just being more comfortable with being, having opinions, I guess, and having my own viewpoints that I stand on. But I also just feel like there's a better balance with it. And I don't always need to say those things that I don't agree with, you know, if that makes sense. And it's not like I'm talking shit, but it's just like, sometimes I just, I don't know. I think I can just be like, well, I don't agree. And like, that's it. And then I just can kind of leave it at that, you know? And then my last character goal is that I want to be a little bit better about communicating to others when I don't have the ex- the space to exchange energy. I'm definitely someone who recharges when I'm alone. I'm more introverted. Um, and sometimes like if I'm at the gym or with people in my personal life and they'll want to talk or do something and I just I don't have the energy, I'll kind of will just kind of shut down, which I know can kind of sometimes come across as rude when I know I should just say like, hey, I'm feeling really low energy today. Can we regroup another time? Or like, I don't really have the space to talk about this right now. And just kind of be more open about it and upfront about it instead of just kind of being quieter. Just maybe like having that disclaimer and prefacing that beforehand, I think will help just on all communication fronts, you know? And lastly, for my experiential goals, the fun part, I want to go back to Hawaii. I am going back to Hawaii. I don't have anything booked, but that's definitely happening in the beginning of the year. I'm going back to visit my soul sister, Rachel and girlfriend (laughs) and um, go to Costa Rica. Huge experiential goal probably going to be there for a month or two we'll see um I do want to go back home to New York again because that truly was honestly so fun this past year I just want to freaking travel like when I'm looking at this list of experiential goals I really just want to travel I want to go to Alpha Land that would be really cool as well but I just want to travel maybe Europe like I'm really just feeling this travel bug um and I'm just feeling like this year is the year the year to do it but anyways, I feel like I just ranted. Now I feel like I know I just ranted like crazy. I hope this epi more than anything could get you inspired for the new year and give you ideas for your own goals that you can set and to give you a structure of how to go about setting your own goals. Um, as always, traditional goal setting, like I feel like mine were pretty general. But if you have something very specific that aren't more so like kind of lifestyle goals, really write down the specifics of it instead of saying, you know, if you're someone who's new to the gym, don't say like, I want to go to the gym more really create a workout schedule and say, I want to go to the gym two times a week. I'm going every Tuesday and Thursday, or I'm going every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, really make it something tangible so that you can really check off those boxes and have it just be something that you can clearly stick to. Cause I find when things are very ambiguous, when they could be more specific, it's like way harder to stick with them, you know? So like, for example, when I said meditate, like I have meditate four to five days a week instead of just like meditate more, you know, some of these are pretty vague, but otherwise not like yoga once a week, hair oiling once a week, things like that, that where you can put a measurement in there, I definitely recommend putting in a measurement so you can really stay focused on your goals. Um, But so for the affirmation I have for this epi, which is such a freaking good one, it says, I determine my reality from within and embody the version of me that lives my dream life. Sorry, I, I couldn't get it all out. I'm in duty. Okay. Oh, oh, it's so good. This is just, this literally, this I could have just left you. I could have just started the epi, given you this affirmation and left because this is pretty much everything that was trying to be communicated in this whole rant of an episode. But this is freaking it. I determine my reality from within 
and embody the version of me that lives my dream life. Embody the version of me that lives my dream life. You need to declare. 2023 is about declaring the life that you're living. It's declaration and it's the embodiment of the person that that lives your dream life. Like stop thinking of like chasing that dream life and all those things outside of yourself. No, you need to think of who is that? Who, what version of me lives that dream life that I fantasize about? And how do I embody and channel her? Like you need to become her. And as a byproduct, that dream life comes as a result. So that's just the mood. All 2023 is we're determining the life we want to live from within. We're term, we're dictating our reality from within and we're embodying that version of us that lives that life. And that's, what's going to bring us our dream life this year. Oh, I'm so freaking excited. I'm basically just in the vibe of like, Listen, I'm going to be honest, I don't feel like I have the clearest direction ever for 2023, but I definitely know the energy that I'm wanting to channel and embody in this year. And I just want like I I just want my intention with this epi to be like everyone go just freaking go live your life. Like I'm just so ready to go live in 2023. I'm ready for change. I'm ready for newness. I'm ready for new experiences. I'm ready to just kick ass in 2023. And I'm just, I just ready for newness. Like I feel like I've been bored for the past like five months. And if you guys have been bored with me, like I don't blame you, (laughs) but I just am ready to just freaking live my life and have these new experiences and not like feel like I'm living on the sidelines and like a comfortability you know, zone. And I want to be outside my comfort zone in the game, playing life and just like seizing everything and I really want to take I really want to focus on this year by taking it one month at a time I guess if you will and focusing on maximizing each month at a time instead of like almost sometimes I feel like looking at it too much on the macro of like oh all of 2023 it's like you think like oh I have time oh I have time the next you know the year's over so I think I want to have that be my strategy this year of like okay at the beginning of each month how can I freaking squeeze every ounce of potential out of this month of January February March etc seize that month and then focus on the next one and I think that's what would really accumulate into a really bomb productive transformative freaking year so anyways i love you guys so much thank you guys for listening to me rant hope this podcast epi helped you guys thank you so much for spending another year with me i'm recording this on the last it's new year's eve right now it's december 31st so the last year of the last day of the year but i can't thank you guys enough for all of your love and support this past year staying with me even through all my ups and downs I know my content comes in waves, the quality ups and waves, like everything. And I just really appreciate you guys being here with me, for me, supporting me, believing in my mission, believing in the values of this brand. And I'm really excited to continue growing with you guys and developing more relationships with you guys and cultivating this connection and community with you guys. And I'm just so excited for this next year. So I'm sending you guys so, so much love. Thank you so much for everything. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. And I'll see you next year. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Bye. Love you. (laughs)